From bureaucracy's basement to your ears, this is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Each week, the dedicated staff of the Bureau meet to file reports, build aquatic centers, and generally try to survive on the dirt that shakes down from the ceiling when the bulldozers rumble by as on the way to build a new arena. One day, maybe we'll escape from the hell that is the sub-sub-basement, but until that day comes, the city is not going to improve itself. So here we stay, improving things. And this meeting is now in session. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. That's awesome. I have a bit of the group. The old yeah. sub-basement sub well, croup, they call it. Well, I have... It's funny because I've, I've had the grip for quite some Ooh, time. That one's bad. <laughs> Not to mention, you know, the, the old dropsy. Yeah. Sub-basement dropsy. <laughs> Sub. You know, I thought for the longest time that was like a, a popular uh, record from the 30s. Turns out it's an actual like medical condition. Yeah. No, I knew that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, it's uh, when looking for it, uh, you know. At, uh, at the library, I said, you have a copy of the sub-basement dropsy? And they're like, no, sir, you should see a doctor. Oh, dear. Ah, uh, yes. That's, there we go. Anyway, should, yeah. we, should, we, should we do uh, do our attendance? We should. Actually, what I was doing there is I was actually looking up mm-hmm. what dropsy was, because I had... It's, it's uh, gout, if, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think it's worse than that. It's like... Really? Yeah, it's like heart failure. It's like it, you start really? to swell because your your heart is breaking down. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, you should get to the doctor. I should. You know, I always thought it was just like regular gout, but it sounds like it's some kind of crazy old timey super gout. Yeah. Treatment huh. options were scanty and were aimed to cause emptying of the system and to relieve fluid retention. Mm, I don't know. It sounds, it sounds dark. I'm glad I just have the group. I don't know. I, I kind of I hear emptying of the system. I'm like, that sounds sounds pretty good to me. But you know, <laughs> What do I know? I'm, I'm, yes, I'm just old fashioned that way. That's a good point. We could all use a little bit of emptying of the system. <laughs> the system just that needs to be emptied across the board. That's right. This whole, this whole lousy world needs to be emptied across the board. Uh, yeah. You like, what's his face from network? Um, oh, dear. I do I think it was Peter Falk. It wasn't Peter Falk. I don't it was know. not Peter Falk. No, but my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and another thing. <laughs> I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. Just one more thing. I don't know. I want to see the movie now. That movie hits a little different now. It does, doesn't it? Uh, I'm actually going to look up who the heck the the main actor was in. That was Peter Finch. Peter Finch. Thank you. Okay. I knew it was a Peter. Good old Howard Beale. Yeah. Well, okay. I feel feel much better now. Uh, I mean, still got that. Still got that grip. But other than that. Right, you. Hey, should we do attendance? Let's do attendance. Um, right. uh, well, I mean, I know, I know for sure. Looking at my, looking at my list, I know for sure that I just showed up a few minutes ago. Yep. So I'm here, um, and I'm either Aiden Morgan or Paul Deschem. That's the only well, options we got. Just pick one. Just, just pick choose one. the one you want. Nice. Um, usually, I end up picking Aiden Morgan. I because yeah. it's it's the name I was born with, I believe. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll stick with it for now. Good, because Paul Deshane has the croup. You don't <laughs> want to be Paul Deshane. No, no, I do not. I just want to be. I want to be free. I want to be free, man. To do what I want to do. 
I want to get high. I want to get loaded. Speaking of attendance, since I'm Aiden Morgan, mm-hmm. I want to go for the default here and assume that you are the Paul DeShen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's me. Um, mm. So uh, before we get to like our main agenda, I like, I'm a little bit concerned because uh, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, the world of social media is absolutely collapsing. Aiden. Uh, you, are, are you talking about MySpace again? That that's been, that's been dead for yeah. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. MySpace, MySpace is down. I finally got over that. Um, oh, okay. There's a lot of weeping. And there was that like, there was that fan fiction novel I'd been working on, on, mm-hmm. uh, on live journal. And that's, I, you know, it's gone now. Wow. So I can't, yeah. I can't bear. It was like, it was, it was fan fiction about welcome back Cotter um, in space. And mm. uh, you know, it was, I, I spent a lot of time on that and now it's gone. I can't, uh, I can't bear to lose another social media platform, but it looks like it's going to happen. Like Twitter uh, is, is in danger of like total collapse. It's been taken over by a madman. A, a, and a, a super villain has taken over Twitter and is using it for nefarious purposes. Mostly it's to pick fights with people. Is it, is it now? And, and bear with me here. Mm-hmm. Is it, Vinny Barbarino returning from space, like who left in the 70s, who's only been gone for like what he thinks is a few days, but due to yeah. time dilation, it's been decades. Now yeah. he's back. Uh, and he had a bank account with like 67 cents in it, but the interest has accrued and now he's a multi billionaire. And uh, the, the, the computer that he left, you know, making investment decisions has bought Twitter for yeah. him. And now wow. he's trying to run a social network. And he's like, "Hey, I'm, actually, I'm I'm so I'm touched. Better. I'm wow. so touched. Um, you you read my live journal novel. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, I thought, uh, frankly, I thought it was Horseshack Erasure. Oh uh, yeah, I was, I was not a big fan of. I was always more of an Epstein guy. A- anyways, with the imminent demise of Twitter, noticed that a lot of people are saying they're switching over to Mastodon, and, and I'm just tooting kind of, instead of they're tweeting. tooting. Yeah." You know, that's one of the things I will not switch over to Mastodon because there is no way in hell I'm going to toot anything. You know, you, you say that now, but there was a time when we, we would not tweet. Now there's a time when we would not toot, but um, no. probably. And the truth is we, we toot all the time, whether we admit it or not. No, 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 no. It's the leopard. It's the leopard. That's right. That's that's the answer. I never toot. I'm just like hurt because we are here um, doing like, you know, this, this radio thing, putting our media meetings on the radio, community radio every week, which is basically analog social media. Anybody could take part. Anybody Mm -hmm. can get their 140 characters worth of, you know, community radio. And we actually have this fricking Mastodon carcass that we Mm -hmm. dug underneath the sub basement. Yeah. So why would you go to like some like fake Mastodon for tooting when you could come to the QCIB and we'll cook you up some like Mastodon ribs? Yeah. Or if uh, if it's a chilly night out, we'll uh, we'll, we'll cut open the Mastodon and uh, put you inside it uh, for a snug for like a for a night like a, like and it's a real also, life tauntaun. Yeah, it's like our it's like our selfie station. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Do it for the gram, people. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's my idea. People should 
quit Twitter, come to the QCIB. You can join our meetings and I don't know, talk about your cats. Yeah. I mean, and describe your food. I don't care. Yeah, we've yeah we don't we, all we all we survive on aside from the you know water from the boiler pipes fungus in the walls is uh, occasional sandwiches that from the vending machine whenever that gets replenished yeah yeah it's yeah, not yeah. often friends yeah and we're nourished by the knowledge that mm-hmm. our reports are improving the Queen City yeah I mean we That's we don't the see all the improvements but we'll we know what's happening well we're in the sub basement it's hard to see them yeah exactly. Uh, my voice is going to continue to drop into a deeper and deeper register until it drops right out of my butt. <laughs> until it toots away. Yes. <laughs> By the time that people are listening to this meeting, the uh, Catalyst Committee, uh, which we've been talking about too much, really, um, they have an online survey. It's kind of like, if you couldn't make it to the four freaking live uh, consultation meetings, uh, there was an online survey, which is how you participate in the Catalyst consultation. Uh, it's going to be going down on November 10th, which is the day that this should be going mm. to air. And uh, so I figure we should, we, we should like, I don't know, in memoriam, this, uh, this Catalyst Committee survey by going through it and just like letting people know what was in it. What did you fail to uh, respond to in the Catalyst Committee survey? Well, let's, uh, let's take this a This is great. This is a great radio idea, I just want to say. This, this is awesome. This is live. Where else but on, on radio? Uh, can you can you hear guys take a, a live surfing? <laughs> Civic surfing? Uh, this is on uh, Reg- the city of Regina's beheard.regina.ca site. Shall I read the preamble? Oh, sure, please. I'll do, I'll do it real quick. Catalyst Committee Survey. Residents are invited to a once-in-a-generation opportunity. To so, I guess every twenty years, to significantly shape and influence the revitalization of Regina City Center. I'm glad it's significant because you know a once in a generation opportunity to twiddle your thumbs would be a little disappointing. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, Catalyst Committee on behalf of the city, well, thank you, is exploring how to best align five wrecking culture facility proposals to maximize economic and community benefits. So now we know what these are for. These these. Yeah. facilities. Pros, pro, the proposed projects have potential. Ooh, there's some alliteration to attract people and business to Regina's city center, contribute to the economic prosperity and improve community safety and quality of life for Regina residents. The projects for review are indoor aquatics facility, modernization of the central library, multi-porpoise event center, multi-porpoise outdoor baseball event center, and Synthetic outdoor field project, soccer and other field sports. So I guess the uh, the committee is going to provide a final report and recommendation to council by early 2023. And without my feedback right now, it's not going to happen. They're they're waiting on you. They're waiting on me. Yeah. So and I I have to apologize to the catalyst committee for waiting until the last minute to get my my survey in. I'm sure they'll forgive you. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't think they're reading these. Oh, they'll read mine. Okay, so we start with the indoor aquatics facility. Uh, There's currently a proposal to replace the Lawson with a new 265,000 square foot facility. This is Canada, people. Get metric. At a cost of 173 million. That's 146 million construction. First question. uh, I'm going to ask the questions. Right. Yes. Were you aware of this project? Uh, Yes. Yes, I was. 
Okay, so on a scale of one to four, with one being strongly disagree, four being strongly agree, do you support public investment in the Indoor Aquatic Center? Uh, I actually do. I somewhat agree with this. I, I believe that uh, like up-to-date recreational infrastructure is an important part of a city's civic life. Okay. Should it go forward, how do you prefer it be funded? Funding from the federal government, the provincial government, municipal? Uh, or do you want private investment to pay for it? Community fundraising, like bake sales, I guess, or some combination of the above? Combination of the above is, is really vague. Like That yeah. could mean anything. Yeah, it could be any combination of the above. It could be like 95% baked goods sold and, uh, you know, something thrown in. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put us on the hook for this. I want funding from the federal, provincial, and municipal levels of government. Awesome. One to five is the scale. How much of a priority is this for you? One okay. is not at all. Five is super high. Oof. You know what? I don't have kids. I don't really care about swimming. Although I do, I recognize its value. I'm going to say this one is kind of a kind of a low priority for me. I'll go okay. two. All right. Um, okay. This project is one of five major recreation and cultural projects proposed for Regina. Please select the statement that best reflects your perspective on project timing. Uh, it should proceed within five years. It should proceed in five to ten years. Should proceed beyond ten. Well, here's the thing: any project in the city, as we're as we're beginning to realize, with a project timeline of beyond 10 years or even five to 10 years uh, will simply languish. And then, and then, and then the mayor will get on the radio and say that it doesn't exist in the first place. So I'm not going to go for the third option. Uh, little five to 10 year timeline. Cause it's not a huge priority for me. Okay. There's a little thing for additional comments here. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take a page out of your book, Paul. Okay. And I'm going to say the new aquatic center should be built downtown. Ooh. I, I, I really like that idea. Oh, thank you. You're listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR. Tuned into the community. Now, we're on to the, I guess we're on to the next project. Yeah, modernization of Central Library. Okay. It's a recommendation by the Board of Regina Public Library to replace the current Central Library with a new 150,000 square foot facility at an approximate cost of 125 million. That's in 2020 dollars. Yeah. Uh, so this has been around for a while. There's and significant inflation since, and also of course costs have gone up since quite significantly. So anyway, I, I guess I are you going to ask me if I was aware of this proposal? I, I kind of get the hint that you were. <clears throat> I, I I was aware of this. Proposal. So we're only two we're only two sections in, and we're already at like what 300 million dollars. Three hundred million. That's that's the tally so far. I, let me check. Is this was that? Yeah, that doesn't specify twenty twenty dollars or anything. No, you're right. But uh, for the aquatics facility, oh, I think it was though because they actually the um, the aquatics facility report that would have informed this question it was finished like earlier this year. So all the numbers and data and stuff not are really current. Okay, I hope. Uh, on a scale of one to four, well, I think we should just blast through these for the other ones. How do you rate your support for public investment in a modernized library? Well, I actually, I you know, I am not one of those who believes that the current library is a sacrosanct piece of property that should be sort of like uh, basically sprayed and you know amber and preserved. 
uh, I think there's a place for a new uh, facility. Uh, from what I hear, uh, there's there's good reasons to actually have a new facility, uh, although I do recognize the value of the old building. But I'm going to somewhat agree with this. Okay. Uh, how much of a priority is it for you on a one to five scale? Uh, you know what? I'd say it's somewhat a priority. For okay. I'm with you. I'm like not... But you know what I think they should do if they're going to tear it down? Mm-hmm. I think they should rebuild the old Carnegie Library that they tore down to build this library. So this is like an FU to modernism. But what they nice. should do, because we need like a bigger building, right? Is they should build it at like a scale model, but only like 2.3 times bigger than it originally was. So you'd have to like scramble. Like it would be like you're like... It, you'd go into it and it'd be like you've been miniaturized and you'd have to like scramble up the stairs and the doors would be gigantic. I, I love mm-hmm. that idea. It'd be, you'd be like, you'd, you'd feel like you were somehow shrunk down. Yeah. 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 It'd be like you, you're, you're Gulliver in Lilliput. No, oh, nice. so not, not the in Gargantua. What is it called? Yes. Yeah. Um, Brobden, 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 Brobden Nag. Yes. Brobden, thank blah, you. Blah, blah. Uh, yes. On Gulliver's travels when he goes to Lilliput and blah, blah, blah. Anywho, um, and unless I'm totally wrong, there was a TV movie with Ted Danson as Gulliver. <gasps> oh my God, I think you're right. Yeah. 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 Not, Pe- not Peter Finch or Peter Falk. No. Or- Peter Falk can play anything, though. <laughs> he could. I can see could. why you could imagine him as being like Gulliver. I, you know, he would make a great Gulliver. I mean, he would make a great yeah. anything, but yeah, Gulliver, I can get it. You'd just be, you'd, you'd be very quiet, engaging, put you at your ease, but then. You'd realize that, uh, you know, the, the Brobdunagians had, you know, were the murderers all along, yeah. for example. And he would and he'd nail them with, with, his, with his, like, disarming interview technique. Well, let's move on to the multipurpose event center now. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, we should, I uh, should uh, specify the funding. You know what? I'm going to go with combination of the above for the funding for this. I really there wish that they had, um, you know, write in your own answers like others for all of these because I would have just said bake sale right all the way through. Um, proceed, and, I, and I want this, to, and I want this to happen quickly too. Yeah, I want it to happen within the next five years so it actually happens. You know, um, I hadn't thought about this, but people have been talking about how the library has been talking about modernizing itself for like twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you almost wonder. Like how long after the they opened the doors for this library did they start you know musing to themselves about what are we going to build next when we tear this this mama jamma down and they can't they haven't been able to get their act together to get sorted out what they're going to do with this library for like twenty years is is mm-hmm. absurd it's like I don't know like forty percent of the life of this library it's been sitting in limbo. You know, is it alive? Is it not alive? Like a Schrodinger's cat library. <laughs> you don't so, know what the books are until you check them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they they collapse in your hand. Um, <laughs> they, yeah. So I'm 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 kind of I get the uh, frustration that people have with this whole library process. This has been going on forever, mm-hmm. and you know we've known about the problems in the basement for a long time. We live problems in the basement. That's true. We're all about that. Problematic yeah. basement life. We got the multi-purpose event center arena yeah. next. And uh, so apparently there's currently a proposal to replace the brand center or the branded center with a new 380,000 square foot multi-purpose event center at a cost of 120 million. 
were you aware of this one? I, you know, I, I, I've, I've picked up on chatter that this, <laughs> this is a thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we are now at like around four hundred and twenty million dollars in spending. Cha-ching. Yeah. Uh, so, do, uh, how strongly do you agree or disagree with I this think project? It's a, I think it's a boneheaded idea. Yeah. Bone dash headed idea um how about uh how do you think it should be funded if they were to go ahead with it <laughs> like there's no option for just don't yeah i know i was just gonna say um this is a good question if if we do end up funding this thing and i i kind of want to be realistic about it because like it's not going to happen via community fundraising that seems absurd yeah um it won't happen from just private investment either. It's going to happen essentially from the private sector throwing in a little bit and then, you know, juking the, you know, various levels of government, uh, aka, you know, us, our tax dollars yeah. to pay for it. So I'm going to say a combination of the above. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I think that's, yeah, everybody's going to be answering that for all of these. Yeah. Um, how much of a priority for you is it? I'm going to go, even if I were a sports fan, uh, I am not. So this does color my answer a bit, but it is not a priority because I do not yeah. want to see this thing happen. I uh, no thank you. Okay. Um, so then five years, five to 10 years, 10 years, or more than 10 years. I mean, is the last one. Um, I would say sometime uh, after the heat death of the universe. That's good. Uh, yes, the universe. If you still have a pocket of uh, anti-entropic activity, please then still do not build this arena. All right. Uh, oh you know, my god! In in or around vagina. Okay. Okay. okay the next one. We've still got two to go. Oof. Okay. That's yeah. Right. Multi-purpose outdoor baseball event center. At a cost of fifteen million. Yeah. Yes, I was aware of this proposal. So I take a, I object to this. Like um, I've been to baseball facilities in the past. There's they could be the least multi-purpose sports facility on the planet, mm-hmm. uh, unless unless your second purpose is softball, which I don't think counts <laughs> as a, as a different purpose. Right. Like there's there's three purposes for a baseball facility. There's like baseball softball and eating hot dogs and that's it oh no there's t-ball i forgot about t-ball oh t-ball oh oh by the way i, I realized i didn't put in additional comments on the modernization of the central library and i'm going oh. to say uh, it should be roof ready there we go <laughs> all right sorry we're, we're oh that's we're useful moved on and i'm going to say the same thing about the multi-purpose uh outdoor center as well it should also be roof ready. All right. Uh, on a scale of one to four, uh, with one being strongly disagreed and four being strongly agree. You know what? Great. I know that some people like baseball, but I, I just, I, I struggle. I'm yeah. struggling to understand a public use case for this. Rec center, like aquatic center, I get. Library, yeah. I get. Even to some degree, an arena with all kinds of various proposes attached to it, I also get. This, I don't get. So, anyway, oh, I have an idea for how this project should be funded if, if it should move okay. forward. Yeah. 
community fundraising all the way. Oh, good thinking. Just if this is such a priority for the city, for people who really want baseball, softball, t-ball in like a new facility, um, just go ahead. Uh, Raise those bake sales and those those lotteries. I'm going to say, oh, I guess uh, on a scale of one to five, what do you think? What do you think my answer would be for how much of a priority? Oh, I'm going to put it at, I'm going to put it that you're neutral. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Okay. I'll put neutral. Yeah. I figured, you know, I'm not a fan of the baseball, but um, I feel like for the hot dogs alone, we have to, we have to say be at least neutral on this one for Jack's sake. Right. Uh, Oh, um, Oh, I have an idea. I I think I've landed on answer and a rationale for the timing question. Okay. Uh, You know, whether it should proceed with the next five five to 10 years or beyond 10 years. I'm going to say it should proceed the timeline beyond 10 years because that's how long it feels when you're watching baseball. That's a good point. You should write that in the other. Please specify. I I should. I think I will. Well, and also uh, for additional comments, uh, it should be roof ready. Awesome. Okay. Last project. Synthetic outdoor field project. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say right away, I'm biased. I prefer an analytic outdoor field project to a synthetic mm. oh, outdoor wow. field project. Yeah. It's, it's an entirely different approach to, uh, to outdoor field projects. So, okay. Well, there's currently a proposed one for $10 million. Right. So yeah, this puts us up to, that's $35 million for these two projects. It puts us in the $475 million range, somewhere in there, mm-hmm. close to, you know, basically half a billion dollars. Right. Oh, and none of these numbers, none of these numbers consider uh, operations, maintenance, or the debt servicing on the debt that we're going to have to take on to pay for these things. Well, right. Of course. Yeah. Which debt never gets listed in any of you. Like, we don't get, like, the choice of using debt because I think they don't want to scare us off, but there mm. will definitely be debt used to pay for this stuff. Hard agree. Yes, yeah. exactly. But this is a outdoor field project at a cost of 10 million bucks. That yeah. is compared to everything else. This is, this is pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, outdoor, yeah. Cheap used during, used during the summer months, unless there's like, you can find like winter sports to play on this outdoor field project. Yep. I, I realize that brings different, sets of concerns and, and maintenance but it's there yeah uh anyway, so i'm aware of the project and i strongly agree with this being uh nice. happening because the people should be able to play sports and enjoy sports and for 10 million bucks that sounds like a cinch to me okay um how do you want it to be, to be funded uh, funded uh i want i want them to employ what i like to call a combination of the above. All right. And how much of a priority for you is it? It is not really a priority for me personally. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to neutral that one up. All right. And then what timeline would you look at? I want a quick win. I want this to happen nice. yesterday. All right. I want this to proceed with the next five years. Uh, and I would feel rather churlish at this point to write in, it should be roof ready in the comments. Because if I do that, they, the people of the city might think I'm not taking the survey seriously. <laughs> All right. On that note, because we're done the first half of the survey and the next half is the really interesting part. So I think we should do the pre-recorded innovative revenue tools and then come back for 
part two of the Catalyst Committee's uh, consultation. Cool. Well, we're back from Innovative Revenue Tools. Fine, fine tools. How's it? All right. So we're actually going through the Catalyst Committee survey and which will have shut down by the time you're listening to this, but we're going through doing the questions because Aiden is the last person in the queen city to do the survey and they Mm -hmm. can't move forward with the catalyst projects until he gets his answers in. So I'm helping him through. Uh, And this is part two. Uh, This section is specific to feedback on proposed location scenarios. Preliminary work has identified three potential locations that could accommodate the development of these projects. These scenarios are based on the availability of suitable lands for development in the downtown, at the yard site, and around the site of the former Taylor Field, expanding through the Sportsplex site. Um, Yeah. Do you want to have a look at the first question there? Sure. Uh, As to the working scenario... Is yeah, so we're in downtown. Yeah. We're looking at downtown. Right, downtown. Part. This is downtown. Yep. Okay. So the proposed multi-purpose event center, arena, and the modernized central library would be located in downtown. That is South of South Drive, north of Vic Avenue, between Albert and Broad. So in that uh, in that square of like commerce and lively culture and O'Hanlon's. Okay. Yeah. Do you agree on a scale of one to four? I just want to say this. I absolutely loathe the way this is being framed. Yeah. What about it? <laughs> Gee. Uh, <laughs> well, it, 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 it tells me that the people, the people putting together this survey, well, one thing they would think, yeah, I mean, maybe there's, you know, a new library might be unpopular with some, but, and the arena will be unpopular with others. But what if we built them together and only okay. allowed us to people to consider it together? You know, because I, I have strong, I have different opinions about yeah. both things. A new library, downtown, yes. A multi-purpose event center, per, in parentheses, arena, downtown, no, not in the least. Yeah, and this survey doesn't allow you any any nuance in this at all. So what I'm going to say, um, because I'm, uh, so I'm going to strongly disagree. I'm, I'm, I'm objecting on moral principles. Good. Um, I feel, I feel like a conscientious objector <laughs> during World War One. Uh, you want freedom or death, Aiden? I want neither. If one comes at the cost of the other, I will have none of it. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I strongly disagree. Okay. All right, question 32. This one's my personal favorite. Okay. Oh, do you want me to read it? Sure, sure. On a scale of one to four, with one being strongly disagree, four being strongly agree, please rate your support for locating the multi-purpose event center and the library next to each other. <sighs> you, you, you can't see this because it's radio, but Aiden is grinding his teeth and, and clutching his forehead. Yeah. You know, I, this feels like we're, we're, we have now finally, we, we've now finally like waded into the heart of the, of the, of the trap in this survey. And now that the door has swung shut, you know, behind us and locked, and we are we are unable to uh, extricate ourselves gracefully. Wow! That's why they make you put a half hour into page one so that you won't like leave page two. No joke. Um, see, because I want a downtown library. I just can't imagine a li- downtown without a library. Yeah, but the library just seems like 
one of the essential parts of any city's civic life. Yeah. An arena, I know people enjoy sports. I mean, and even if I enjoy, but even if I enjoyed sports as much as the people who are think the, the catalyst committee thinks uh, do, um, it's not the same thing. It is not the same indispensable part of a downtown that a library is. Yeah. And it irritates me that it's being framed this way. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to, but I, but I understand why you would maybe want to put these two things together. Uh, so I'm going to somewhat disagree. Yeah. See, I don't, I think these two putting these things side by side is a horrible idea. And it does, it is, it kind of gives up the game, right? Like where they're going to put these things. Like they have, <laughs> yeah. they have two choices. Cause we don't know, right? Like they're, they're still mm. technically secret what the three locations are. That they've chosen downtown for the arena, mm. but one rumored site is right next door to the North across the street from the library. Right. And so this question kind of gives that away because it's either there. That's the only other, like, that's the only site that you could put the arena next to the library. The alternative is to move, to put the arena somewhere else and move the library next to it, which means taking the library away from, you know, potentially taking it away from Victoria Park, which they're actually asking people to consult on a mystery location for an arena. And, you know, where we get to here and we discover it's a mystery location for the, for the library as well. Right. So I'm gonna actually I'm gonna strongly disagree with this one. And I just oh. wanna you you brought up that idea of like putting the aquatic center downtown. See that? I like that idea. Yeah, so do I. And I think that if you were contemplating doing like putting the the aquatic center on that block north of the library, um I know it's like fraught with difficulty because there's heritage buildings that are being used there. But if you found some way to put an aquatic center there, like people have been putting aquatic centers and libraries side by side for generations. It's a really right. good idea. Yeah. And library, like aquatic centers get used by families a lot. Right. And to put them in a, put them in our downtown next to the library just makes perfect sense. And our downtown, like the goal of the downtown neighborhood plan is to create a live work environment. Mm-hmm. It's a very daytime place. There isn't nightlife in our downtown contrary to what people seem to think like there's a few bars but most everything else shuts yeah and so the idea of putting like an arena is just going to like sit as an empty slab it's only going to be used 100 to 125 days a year and the rest of the time is going to be a dark empty slab making like you know another block of menace in the right. downtown whereas it's, it's going to be center, yeah, yeah giant empty streets uh yeah. down which you will not want to walk Uh, you know, in the evening or anything. There's, I just, I fail to see what could possibly be attractive about, about an arena. Yeah. hundred percent. And, but an aquatic center would be lively, open and uh, vibrant every single day of the year, except for statutory holidays. Mm -hmm. So it just, it just makes so much more sense to put the aquatic center there. If you're going to put it, if you aren't going to put it in its current location, which makes perfect sense too, uh, mm-hmm. Put it in the downtown. This arena in the downtown is such a boring idea, too. Uh, okay, so next up, uh, I put in the other comments. I put in put the aquatic center downtown. We'll see if that goes. Mm. <laughs> so the yards. We're going to go to the yards now across the uh, 
across the train tracks. There are two working scenarios for the 17 acres of vacant land on the south side of Dudney Avenue between Broad Street and Albert Street. Scenario one, location of the indoor aquatic facility. On a scale of one to four, how strongly do you agree with that idea, Aiden? Uh, I, I somewhat disagree because, as we have discussed, I like the idea of being downtown. Yeah, me too. The whole notion of there being like this big city center that includes the yards and Taylor Field and even like real, um, like we everybody knows that the warehouse district is kind of like the more urban uh, nightlife corridor of Regina. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems to be the place where you'd want to put an arena. Uh, yeah. And I, and I think here's the thing, like an arena for me is about entertainment, right? right? Going to sports, you know, uh, like, like kind of like a concert center or a movie theater <laughs> or yeah. entertainment tax. Uh, but an aquatic center and library are about, like I say, they're, they're, they're aimed for the public. They're for public recreation and for edification. Yeah. They are closer aligned to the idea of like a vision of like public good. Uh, rather than uh, an entertainment facility, and I don't know why you would do it like that. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Um, you know, just to back up a second, uh, I didn't actually make it to the Catalyst con- uh, consultation days for the arena, mm-hmm. um, but somebody who had was asking me the other day, "What was up with the cows?" And of course, this is one of those moments where you remember that you live in Saskatchewan. And apparently one of the questions that was being asked by some of the people who showed up at the uh, live consultation was, if you put this arena, if you put this arena downtown, if it's a replacement for the Brant Center, we do uh, agriculture shows in there. Uh, How am I supposed to get my cows in this event center? Do you want my cows walking through your downtown. And I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> 100%. I Let's want get cows, those cows in our downtown. So that is the only thing that makes me want to have an event center downtown. Cows. I, I couldn't agree more. Cows, people. Yeah. All right. Uh, scenario two, co-location of the baseball event center and outdoor soccer field sport in the yards. Well, I know that when I take my kids for a, for like a game, like a baseball game or playing soccer, I like to uh, cross the street and uh, get hammered at nightclub. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I can. So I'm going to somewhat agree. Yeah, that like <laughs> <laughs> those t-ball beers. You've just confronted that your child sucks at t-ball. You oh don't want to be yes. sober for that. Exactly. You you need to you need to drown your sorrows in in craft beer. Yeah. Immediately. And and a big heaping plate of Bushwhacker fries. Yeah, this is not an endorsement of Bushwhacker fries. They're they're just really good. They are. Hey, so those are the only two scenarios that are being contemplated for the yards here. Okay, those those are the only scenarios. Yeah, possible. aquatic like center or baseball soccer. Uh, you do not get the option to choose arena or library yeah. for that. Or moment. library. Yeah. Or the arena brewery, as it might arena be. Arena Yeah. Yeah, they just I put like it all that. together. Yeah. And uh, it's for rollerball or whatever else. You're listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR. Tuned into the community. All right. Uh, The next one is the Taylor Field property and Sportsplex site. Uh Again, two working scenarios. 
Uh, one is location of the indoor aquatic facility here, which is where it's our indoor aquatic facility is currently located. Uh, one to four. How much do you agree for the for the yards? Is that or yeah. oh, oh, no, Taylor sorry, Field? Oh, Taylor sorry, Field. Taylor Field. Um, uh, I suppose you know it's it's not as cool as the downtown idea, yeah. but it's better. It's better than the yards. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give give it a somewhat agree. Okay. And what about co-locating the baseball event center and outdoor soccer field sport field thing? Hmm. Yeah, I could see that happen. Like we need to do something with that with that spot. So we could yeah. we could try it out. Okay. Um okay, so those are the bulk of the questions. Uh there's some closing questions here. Uh question 40 is of the five proposed projects, what are your top two priorities? Ooh. Well, I, I want to. I want that modernized central library. Um, I actually think that would be good. Uh, yeah. And like, even if it doesn't mean constructing a new one, I, I am. I am in favor of modernizing the library in some way. Bring bring it farther up. Bring it up to spec. Uh, yeah. Just pouring pouring some infrastructure money into into our three D printing, our book reading, our music instrument renting, or borrowing experience. Etc. And my other would probably be, yeah, I'm going to go with that aquatic center. And okay, so I selected two, and then it says you can only select up to two answers, which is weird. It's yeah. telling me that even after I'm doing that. Okay, whatever. Oh, are there other priorities the Catalyst Committee should be considering? That's a good question. Man, I don't, I don't, I don't, there's the only purpose of the Catalyst Committee is to get that arena up, as far as I yeah. can tell. That certainly seems um, to be what they're doing. I don't know. So I don't, I, I can't imagine. Like the only other priority that they should be, oh yeah, um, uh, developing developing that uh, affordable housing. Oh, yeah. Uh, developing that affordable housing. Uh, oh wait, uh, that mixed market value and affordable housing and affordable housing uh, idea that the city was Possibly promising us only six years ago. I still want a Thunderdome. Uh, <laughs> but Paul says Thunderdome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say no to a Thunderdome. I guess if um, our multi-purpose event plex has like a is like Thunderdome ready, maybe right. I could get behind it. But. <laughs> well, we got some demographic questions, you know. Yeah. My old uh, yeah. So that's it. You've you've now consult. You've been consulted. Oh, well, here we go. I, I shall submit. I submitted. Nice done. Yeah. Man, right. that felt. I feel like I um feel like I really participated. Feel I feel like they're going to look at my answers. Yeah, like, I mean, a couple of them. A couple of them were a little, a little snarky, but but I feel like they're going to look at it and consider it. And then never ever think about it ever again. The uh, there's a counselor, Counselor Andrew Stevens, is running his own survey. It's specifically about the Taylor Field site and what should be going on there. Mm-hmm. You can find access. You can access the survey through his Facebook page. So yeah. search Andrew Stevens Counselor on Facebook, and you'll get there. Yeah, uh, it's no. a much better drafted survey. You can tell that like the guy's a university professor because. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, the, the survey that he puts together is not so like um, it's not so built like the bias isn't built right into it. 
the way it was with this catalyst survey. It's much more wide open and uh, gives you a lot of like more opportunities to, uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's better feedback. He's actually on the catalyst committee. So I don't know why they didn't put him in charge of writing the survey, but. Well, perhaps they, um, you know, perhaps they didn't care much about what the survey said. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's interesting that it should be about uh, Taylor Field. Leopard? Yeah, I got the leopard. Leopard, go away. That leopard is just, he's hes obviously hungry. He wants a sandwich. What are we going to do? There we go. But um, we, have, we have someone to come in and, and, and wrangle. <laughs> we we, we a hired leopard a leopard. Wrangler. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, had, we had budget for either getting out of here, uh, you know, getting a, like an office up, you know, on the second floor. Or um, hiring a leopard wrangler. So I, I made the smart choice. Good, good. That that leopard needed some wrangling. <laughs> really, truly, he did. Yeah. Uh, also on the Be Heard Regina uh, Catalyst Committee site is uh, a Q and A that you can participate in. You can send your questions in, and you will get answers back. Uh, typically, the answers are your comments have been shared with the Catalyst Committee. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think there's I think Taylor Field is something kind of instructive about that area. There's I think there's a story in the city about what the placement of the arena did to those neighborhoods. Interesting. And, and I have a feeling that they're the way they are today, the the, so the level of income, the residents and the and the upkeep of the neighborhood has a lot to do with the fact that they plunked a giant sports arena and because giant sports arenas do not do, do not generally improve the neighborhoods around them and yeah. i i've just i'm not looking forward to something similar happening with uh the residential areas surrounding the downtown yeah um do you think uh one of the examples that gets used a lot is the ice district in edmonton uh and now we are not edmonton we don't have the we don't have an, a downtown the size of Edmonton's, and we don't have an NHL team to draw people into the into right. an ice district for ourselves. Um, I don't even know what league is are the Pats in. Is it WHL? Even uh, just trying to remember. Now. Uh... Anyways, um, yeah. So if you go to the ice district, it has like you know. Yeah, bar- you're right. Yeah, sorry, Western Hockey League. That's okay. The the ice district in Edmonton has bars and restaurants and it's supposedly very vibrant, but it's like just a few years old. Like, I wonder what the lifespan of these uh, sports destination districts are, especially if you're trying to like integrate them with um, with housing the way we did with uh, the old Taylor Field site. Do you think that there was at one point like that there was some kind of like rejuvenation to the neighborhood back in 1966 that, you know, didn't pan out over time. I don't like, know. Like I'm just wondering what's the long-term effect of an arena. Yeah. Um, because I think there's going to be a very kind of, kind of like when we put the plaza in downtown, there was a lot of energy spent to make sure that there was always yoga, always uh, food trucks. There was always something going on, on that plaza. And um, it's been harder and harder and harder to keep the downtown plaza uh, lively all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suspect it'll be the same thing with the arena in the downtown. There's going to be a lot of effort and a lot of money spent to bring, I don't know, friggin' lover boy to play in our arena. Possibly kick axe. Oh, kick. Um, 
Yeah. So I think they're going to like work very hard to make sure that there's like a monster truck every week in that arena. Uh, if there isn't hockey and I just don't know how long it can be sustained uh, as, you know, something to do. I don't have my doubts. And, you know, it doesn't even like, when's the last time that there's been a band that came through the city that would play at like a big venue, like an arena that you would have wanted to go to. Oh, I've um, <laughs> spoon. Uh, for example, they actually play. I think they play the oh, yeah. Uh, but, but by and large, yeah, we, yeah. I don't know when it comes to, when it comes to live venue, like music live venues, um, the pandemic just absolutely messed it up for me completely. Uh, I, I find it even hard to picture live music. Uh, weirdly enough, Brian Adams was here, uh, last week. Yeah. Playing. He's your, he's your favorite. He is my favorite. Yes, friend of mine, or coworker of mine at my actual, not this job, uh, talked about going to Brian Adams, and I said, I've met Brian Adams. And then I told her my meeting Brian Adams story. And the, and the smile just fell off her face, and she looked horrified. Oh, so did, she, did you ruin it for her? Uh, I, I said, this was, you know, in the 90s. That, my, my story about meeting Brian Adams is now almost 30 years old. Holy, yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. Brian Adams probably has kids who are older than that story. Uh, I probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. That's, and, w- and one day I will tell the story on the air just for, okay. just for pure fun of it. But not today. This is All not right. today. <laughs> well, that was fun. I enjoyed that. I'm not enjoying this uh, rapid deterioration of my voice. <laughs> right. The uh, Catalyst Committee, they will be releasing the results of this survey. We don't know when. But that'll be the next time we hear from them. Uh, coming up next at city council is uh, the budget. So that's going to hamper any kind of like, I don't know, catalyst committee stuff from getting done, I would think, because it's going to be a big fighty budget, I suspect. There's, uh, there's going to be some tussling, some wrangling going on with the budget this year. Mm-hmm. And then the report uh, with the catalyst committee's recommendations about where to locate all these facilities, that will be coming in January. So uh, they will be the pool report that was finished back in March may have been done or I know, sorry, I think it was like April, but it could have been done sooner than that. Uh, It took like two years to put together and they've basically tossed it in a bin because they want to put the pool in the yards. They're going to be going from surprise walk on motion by Jason Mancinelli in July to report in January. So seven months. Uh, I don't think any, any major change in city direction has ever happened so quickly. Wow. So, yeah. that, you're right. That's, that's quite something. All right. I don't know if I can keep doing this. I think I'm going to have to, uh, I, I we're almost out of time, but I think I'm going to go cough up a lung. All right. Well, I will, uh, in that case, uh, I, I move to adjourn. I second that motion. All right. Motion has been carried. Meeting is adjourned. You've been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. Uh, this is the Queen City Improvement Bureau. I just said that. I am I am Aiden Morgan. This is Paul Deschen. Uh, music uh, is by Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire. Uh, we are broadcast on Thursday evenings from 7 to 8 and rebroadcast Monday afternoons, 3 to 4 p.m. Find us uh, on the radio on cjtr.ca on our website, queencityib.com, as well as Twitter, as long as Twitter still exists. Uh, maybe, maybe you'll find us on Mastodon soon. Coming up next, we've got the Nerdcore Cabaret, followed by more programming, and then it's music all on through the evening. Okay. 
See you later. Keep on improving your journey.